everybody to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm surrounded by three of my campfire compatriots, Vito, surprisingly Vito, Flask, and Greg. I don't have John this week. He's still fighting them demons. Uh, he sent me a status report. Uh, I cannot read it because I cannot read demon. So not sure how he's doing, but... It says he's doing good. Wait. You just didn't, you just didn't go to class. That a demon has like sent in a message to you from him. I no see the thing is like I know it was from John. Like, oh, he, he's just mired in their culture and politics. I think that's it. Okay, you he's learn. You learn. You learn from them to destroy them. Yes. No. Know thy enemy. Exactly. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Well, I've super glued my hand to the desk. In protest, <laughs> waiting for John to come back. Until John comes back, my hand remains super glued to the desk. We were just talking about how actor James Cromwell super glued his hand to the counter of a Starbucks in protest. Of, oh yeah, uh, I guess that is good. Upcharges for for uh, no, plant based milk. Let him figure it out. We're, we have smart listeners. <laughs> yeah, don't hey, do the research. You, and, and hey, smart listeners, if you have done some research, I'd like to see it. Brokencampfire@gmail.com or send it to me on the Twitter at brokencampfire. Do it. Please. All right. Now we're going to move into our regular roundtable section where each one of us is going to recap some stuff we've done in the last, not even quite a week, uh, kind of a short time between. So we might have a, a quick and breezy pod today. I don't know. Then we're going to look at some of the most recent news in gaming. Uh, FIFA fans, watch out. <laughs> I have me listed first. I, I think I was first last week, but. I'll start. Probably just didn't mess Take it away, man. All right. I played and completed Citizen Sleeper. Oh, you finished it? I finished it, yeah. I did talk about the first couple hours. Um, it's hard to say a whole lot without spoiling the game. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the experience. I think that some things that surprised me about the experience that... You, you you may want to know going in is that it is mostly, I I say it with love, kind of a walking simulator with dice. Like there's not a ton in the way of like meaningful character choices you make. You're you're playing a character, at least until mm-hmm. the end. Um, you're not like uh, building up different personalities or anything. Um, the choices you do make. Are mostly affect like the outcome of some character subplots, which is nice to see. And I don't know if you can actually lose in this game. I, I do think there's literally not a lose state. And uh, I think one thing that people don't like, but I kind of vibe with, is that the game doesn't really have so much of a climax. Like the game sets you on with a bunch of initial pressures that when you resolve, the game kind of. I don't want to say meanders, but it kind of just chills and vibes until it's over. Um, and you've experienced all the endings, uh, which you can redo. Or we, sorry, not redo. You can continue playing after you've completed an ending to see the rest of the game. <clears throat> but yeah, at the end of the game, you know, without spoiling anything, you're kind of just left in a mood, you know. So I think that this game is fantastic if you're looking for a narrative-heavy with a little bit of dice, adventure in cyberpunk. It's written pretty well. 
Uh, and some of like the sequences, particularly the endings, particularly one ending in particular, really moved me. I was like, wow, I cannot wait until people play this and I can talk to them about it. Huh. So yeah, I can't I can't praise Citizen Sleeper high enough. I got I didn't get what I really expected out of it, but I got something that felt really cool, unique, and uh I hope more people enjoy it. I'm I am, you know, kind of a nerd for this kind of thing. So I'm predis- mm. predisposed to enjoy it. So that's why I kind yeah. of say that like I think this is gonna be a polarizing game. I could totally see people not getting it. And I say not getting it, you know, as in not their taste, not that they can't literally understand it, um, not getting it and not vibing with the game at all. And that's fine because I did. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of yeah. people like me will. It sounds exciting. Obviously, I value your opinion with games. I usually just play whatever you've been playing. But I, I am concerned I don't have the patience for a game like that. I think that um, I think it's OK if you don't. And but. I think that the game's it's nice to know climatic it's the game's climatic and exciting part is still long enough that when that's over and you're like I'm done with this, I think that's fine. Hmm. Without doing all the extra. Yeah. You'll 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 have definitely played enough of the game to know whether you like it. So I don't think it's a wrong answer to play the exciting part and get a gist of what the game's doing. Cool. Yeah. That's Citizen Sleeper. You can check it out on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, that's uh, Microsoft Xbox Game Pass for PC. Citizen Sleeper. Yeah, I, st- I still wonder how much they're paying you exactly, but it's, I'm glad you're getting paid, you know? Of course. It's nice. It's a nice deal you got going. I'm not getting paid. I just I just love Microsoft uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC. Yeah, me too. In other games I've played, our friend Kurt somehow... Uh, he went on an archaeology mission, and he managed to dig up this mod that uh, I'm growing more and more convinced that our group is the only group that has ever gotten to work. Um, okay, so I have an update on that, actually. Okay, hey, I well, did what, find... Let's, let's stay okay, that update yeah. for now. I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave stay with the, the listeners with, with the tantalizing... Yeah, so we, Mr. Kurt drudged up this old mod of Jedi Academy, the third Jedi Knight game that lets you play the game in co-op. It does a bunch of other things too. Like it, it might be a total engine rebuild. That's a lot of stuff. That's models and stuff. But, you know, you're, you're, the primary feature is the co-op, right? Uh, it requires yeah. an old version of the game. So you probably, listener, you like me, I bet have purchased all the Star Wars games at some point in your life. And they've been sitting on your Steam library unused. This is not the opportunity for you to use that because you have to use uh, an old 2CD version of the game, which you can find at places, um, in order to for this mod to work. All that preface out of the way, after, would you say an hour, hour and a half of troubleshooting? <laughs> Quite uh, a bit. Port forwarding, you know, all the nightmare multiplayer networking. We were on the verge of giving up before we bit the bullet. Uh, drew a pentagram on the ground and placed the ritual <laughs> candles to uh, summon the Dark Lord, log me in Hamachi to facilitate our oh. game. <laughs> sinful be his name. But listeners, let me tell you, though sinful he was, he, he did the job. We were able to play like within minutes after everybody getting on Hamachi. Hamachi so- <laughs> was the 
pillars for me and Kerp to play Gary's mod back in the day. Absolutely, dude. Um, the Dark Angel and that's <laughs> did you see so, you said uh, we had Jedi Knight Academy three? Jedi Knight Jedi 3, Academy. Which is called Jedi Academy. Okay. There's a there's, there's like four games or five games in that series. And like the first one was a Doom clone. And then there were three yeah. like Dark Forces the, was the Doom clone. Right. And then there were three of the third person more Jedi games that you would expect. Uh and we played the third one of those, Jedi Academy. The naming scheme isn't great. It goes Star Wars, Dark Forces, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Dark Forces 2. Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast and Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. That's from memory, so I I hope I got right. that right. I think I think that's What's about with right. those insane names? The point the point is though is that the experience while we had a blast giving ourselves total force powers fucking around and treating the game like a sandbox, the actual experience of trying to play the game's co-op was was torturous. It was so messed up. It pretty much would like break at almost every event. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but events were like <laughs> by event I mean you get into a thing and a character's supposed to have a mini cutscene where they pull a lever. Things you need to trigger in the game, like doors opening and characters talking. Cutscenes like there was one point where we're like, what is going on? And I did a super Jedi force jump over place over a rock we're not supposed to jump over, and I discovered that I found Luke talking to people. So it was like clearly there was a cutscene going on. The game just didn't teleport us to. So we jumped over and watched the cutscene, like walking around <laughs> in real time. Because <laughs> it's, it's, I guess it's doing the cutscene in engine. So it's yeah, just happening yeah, in front of exactly, us. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. But it, it was weird because like character models would basically just stand still, but you would hear all the voice lines played out correctly because, of course, the audio cues are coming out. But it, it was often a puzzle to figure out. Uh, what we what the game is trying to do and how we can keep the game moving forward. It was honestly <laughs> like a bit of a weird experience that that was kind of a headache. But you know the, the highlights were us fucking up their character models and powers. I we also like we also um <clears throat> had it set up so that it, the easiest way to progress through through the game was actually to set it so that uh. Anytime the level ended for any reason, it would just skip to the next level. So whenever we would accidentally cause a game over state in a certain level, it would just Super skip to the next to one. So it, it was just we were just ending levels left and right by like killing a, a key NPC or something like that. Uh, and not we didn't actually get all the way to the end of each level. We just, you know, found we did, a, we uh, did one or two levels, a shortcut. Yeah. Okay. But we we usually would find a uh, an accidental shortcut, yeah, that uh, prevented us from getting all the way through. I love that. That reminds me of like us fucking you know destroying divinity with some of the mods we use. I don't know something about breaking it, it the is, game. And just it is much much worse that. than that. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I do That's I do cool. vibe on that. It, don't get me wrong. I, I say torturous, but I say that you know it was fun. We we had a good time. Yeah. This is a interesting game to play co-op. I, I, I don't know if I should say everybody's names out loud because there there were some controversial names in the group. <laughs> Let's just say they were all uh, puns you based can see on the, existing Star Wars characters. I was laughing characters. really hard at the doc. I don't follow Star Wars. I just assumed <laughs> I was a real character and I was dying laughing. 
It's close it's, to a real character. It's surprisingly it close to a real character. I looked it up. I'll, I'll tell, I was I'll like, tell no listeners. Way right, we, we, had, we had Alex as Obi-Wan Doobie. <laughs> I was playing, and he was a Darth Plagueis model, which we didn't recognize. Nobody except Flask, I should say, recognized it as Darth Plagueis at the time. He was just a sick-looking motherfucker. He's <laughs> got a squashed <laughs> face. He's a fucking freak. He's a mun. <laughs> I was playing... Uh, as gray, well, gray brown, uh, Yoda named No Duh. <laughs> uh, God, I can never remember Kurt's name, but he was playing as like this samurai Sith guy named, uh, was it Kieran Kropoon? Oh, yeah, K- Kian Kropoon, I think, something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, I won't say Flask's name, but, uh, our podcast hosts can read in the doc, and it's a pun on the Jedi kid or Kit Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about this name is that I told Flask, and this is a true story, is that like an hour before we started playing, I thought of that name because I was like, oh, what am I going to name my Jedi? But I was like, no, nah, that's too much. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> in comes in Flask. I died, I died laughing with, when I joined myself Flask's name just because. <laughs> He went for it. Sometimes you gotta, you know, in good in the company of friends. Sometimes in you the company of friends. It's, it's good the Jedi phase. Order was killed. I'm glad they. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that is. Thank I'm you. Glad Greg. they're all dead. I, I I want the listeners to take that home. Uh, Flask. Uh, so I started this by saying, and, and and honestly, we had good reason to think this because of all the problems is that we were and we could not find any solutions online. Nobody talking about this. I joined a Discord. And it was dead. We thought we were the only people who had gotten this mod to work. Yeah, you, so you I, you I thought update. so too. Because I was seeing videos that were labeled like, you know, co-op for this mod. But they were not They were not co-op. So I thought maybe we're the only ones who's ever actually like tried it and got it to work. But uh, no, I found some videos labeled under different names. Um, I tried some different search terms. And I did find some from like a long time ago like 14 like 7 to 14 years ago that was the time oh, range wow. yeah um so this has been around for a while and uh yeah people have co-opted but i do wonder if it's gotten harder because of like the Such lack of support or something to and, to well, actually windows get it 10 working. and shit you know like yeah, yeah yeah well you know that that's a good clarification is that you were probably looking at Open Jedi Project, OJP, which is the name of the co-op mod. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas what we were actually playing was uh, OJP Enhance, which is like a modernization of that that came out. I mean, there were posts yeah. on that recently-ish, right? I feel like there were posts from like a, a month or two ago. I think Maybe, And that's so. how Kurt saw it. Anyway, that's uh, Jedi Academy... Open Jedi Project Enhanced, the co-op mod. It's a good time if you have the friends, but, you know, it's going to take you some time to set it up. Uh, if you're like me, just 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 do it. Just get a Hamachi, and uh, you'll, you'll probably get going quicker. And also, if you have the willpower to forge through any obstacles in yeah, the game. Kids, Absolutely. kids are always up to the weirdest shit. Kurt, where does Kurt find this stuff? <laughs> I like when you got swallowed by the sandworm. And then you were pulled underground and we're just stuck underground. <laughs> that was so good. We just heard like Yoda noises and forest lightning from underground. Right. 
All right, that's it for video games for me. Play a little bit of other things, but nothing worth talking about. Um, we played some Celesta. I, I guess I'll wait to touch on that till we get a bit farther. D and D game. Um, Barry season three is on TV right now. We're three episodes deep. I think it's still the freshest show on television right now. A little LOL meme. Everybody's saying that, but it's true. Um, it's you crazy how, like, even three seasons deep, it's still doing subversions and uh, still managing to make a wacky story that makes sense, but I can't predict because I have no idea where things are going. Um, and I think part of the reason it feels fresh, me and Vito were talking about this before the pod, but there's a podcast called The Ringer that does a lot of uh, media s- stuff like a lot of big shows and such. Maybe it's called The Prestige. I can't remember which one I was listening to. Um, But Bill Hader appears on it every week to kind of recap and discuss this week's episode of Barry. Every week? Yeah. So far. Well, I I should say so far for season three, I listened to the episodes one and two, and I know there's an episode three. I haven't listened to that yet. Um, But on the first episode, he talked about how the pandemic hit like a week before filming was about to start in season three. And in that time that production was shut down, Barry like completely or Bill Hader, I mean, completely rewrote Barry um, season three and came out with a fresher perspective and, you know, just basically let the story ideas brew and was like, Oh no, actually that works better. And that kind of thing. Since he had the time to do that. And I I respect that approach a lot. Uh, It wasn't, I didn't, there was nothing I about. I didn't know he had like the unilateral capability to do such a thing. Is he th- like? Is it his word goes? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Bill Hader may be the show creator. Show, I mean, it's him and Alec Berg. They they do everything. They're the producers, hmm. creators, writers. I mean, I'm okay. sure they have teams helping them everywhere along the line. But I'm I'm positive that the show is like 100 percent Bill Hader's vision. Based on what, based on how he talks about it and everything, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we were talking about it before the pod flask, and I was just saying that, like, I, I've, you know, like through interviews with show creators and stuff, it sounds like you have your f- whole life to write the first season of your show, but then after mm-hmm. that, obviously, you don't. You have, you know, a few months to. Uh, yeah, you have a time frame. So it's it's kind of neat that he was able to use the pandemic to his advantage and and rewrite the show. I'm sure it's better because of it, you know. I haven't started watching it yet. I gotta gotta hop on that. Andy seems to think so. But then again, he is a show for uh, what is it? Showtime as well. Yeah, stars. For sure. What is it? Oh. Showtime or stars? I mean, Showtime. Bill, Bill Hader has a show. Stars? No, no, no. Andy, Andy is a shill for Showtime, which is why he's shilling Barry currently. He's made a lot of deals in the in in the industries. It's not on Showtime though. Where is it on? HBO. HBO. (laughs) He might have another show somewhere. I can't remember actually. No, I don't think so. I didn't remember what network it was actually. (laughs) Oh, okay. Then I just want to say I've been listening to more Spotify. It feels good. Got new headphones. And that's it for my roundtable. All right. 
What new headphones? Music good. Uh, just just some earbuds, earpods, like AirPod knockoffs that are pretty decent. Nice. I've been thinking about. Oh, getting so you've been one. like new set of headphones? Yeah. Maybe like a wireless set. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. Bluetooth. You've been like getting the opportunity to listen more yeah, while you're doing other yeah, stuff. Because my headphones right cool. now are, are nice, but like they're they're big, so I don't like to wear them all the time. Yeah. I love big headphones. I don't. I I I'm way more a fan of them. The over is life. All right. Uh, Flask. Hi. What have you been doing since last week or so? Whenever we last recorded together. Uh, well, it was Friday, and since then, um, I did uh play some Trek to Yomi. Uh, I actually played some to get oh, some cool. footage for a highlight on YouTube, but um, oh, you got sucked made, in, like I said, I cursed you. You did curse me, but I don't think the curse was strong enough. <laughs> uh, so it didn't stick. With um, you? I I got a few chapters in, and I so I'll say really. Did you get to? Uh, sorry, yeah. Let's let's take this through organically. Go go ahead. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, really unique visual presentation, of course. Um, that personally, I haven't gotten sick of yet. Um, so the visuals are still pretty pretty stunning to me. Um, what I, I think part of what I, I like about it is that, um, you know, the cinematography of the game. They'll, they'll place mm-hmm. the camera in each new scene or each new screen to get, like, these artful compositions yeah. that sweep along as you move through them. You know, it's an it's an old school thing to have like a fixed camera that moves as you go through the area. But like, you know, because they're emulating the film style of like Kurosawa, um, it makes for really nice compositions. And of course, the the, the visuals themselves are really, really uh, unique. Um, But then I I do agree with what you said uh, last time, which is that sometimes the foreground stuff gets in the way of the fighting and you're like, this is cool looking. But I wish I could see what was going on, you know. A little yeah, bit and, and I was just I was mentioning it. Um, yeah, but it wasn't something where I was like, "Man, this fucking sucks," you know. I do no, it doesn't ruin the game. Appreciate the trade off of these unique camera angles, you know, emulating film more mm-hmm. than I'm upset by occasionally there's a fucking bush in the way or something, you know. And it does switch between, you know, uh, like a more a freer like um i don't know what you call it i don't know the with but anyway the combat is always in like a 2d plane whereas when you're walking around not fighting anybody it's in like a more sweeping 3d environment i don't know how to put that exactly but yeah yeah you could take uh different paths that are um yeah different directional paths that aren't just mm-hmm. like left and right there's a lot of secret areas in the game and stuff like that um, did you get up to I actually didn't even mention on the podcast I meant to that the game takes an interesting turn at some point I don't think so I guess I didn't because that doesn't sound familiar okay but uh, my feelings on the gameplay it's you know it's serviceable gameplay um, slightly frustrating the combat in that it just I don't know it just doesn't feel very good and by that, I mean, you expect it to function a certain way, but it's like a sloppy version of that. Yeah. 
seemingly on purpose. And I feel like I get the combat system. It just feels some like unresponsive a little bit. And I feel like yeah. they might have intentionally hamstrung like it a little bit to facilitate their, uh, you know, cinematic rhythm. Aesthetic vision. To the combat. Uh, but if so, that, I don't know. That wasn't a great move because, like, then the the thing you're actually there for, I mean, the thing you're there for is probably the visuals first and foremost, but the thing you're actually doing, which is the combat, feels kind of uh, sluggish and unresponsive. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, like, combos in the game, and you... you... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you could do them at any point in the game, but as as you go through the game, you know, they'll pop up on the screen and you'll kind of learn them. But I just felt like, and maybe I'm just not playing the game right, but I just felt like you didn't really need to do any of those combos. They weren't more effective than just tapping X twice. Yeah. Or just like, for, for me, I was having trouble because like the combos weren't proccing correctly a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Like, I would try to go for stuff the game told me I could do, but it, I don't know if I was doing it incorrectly, which is always a possibility, but it just didn't, it wouldn't happen a lot of the, the time. The combat feels a out. little sluggish sometimes. Definitely. I know, I know sometimes it, it made it, it, made combos feel weird. Like, yeah, I wasn't sure if things were proccing or not, um, and I just resorted to really just like XX. Like a up X, because you could do like an upward slash and a downward slash, mm-hmm. which is cool, but I don't really get what the point is and what the difference is other than just, you know, it, it, it looks different. Um, and then I would do like a heavy attack if there was an armored uh, foe. That's really yeah. about it. Yeah. I found that like, I, uh, I would just like block and attack and then block and attack. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, uh, that's, that's really it. That works too. And you pa- know. parry. You do, you do get more abilities later on. Like you're going to get, the ability later to like parry and as you parry cross your opponent and then okay. while you're crossing like you could attack so i haven't played much further than that but like that's what i was saying and and when i was talking about the game where you know i'm i'm sure the combat is going to open up a little bit but it's 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 a short game and it's hmm. taking too long i guess um are you going to keep playing it I am on the fence right now. Well, I guess we'll see. Okay. I'm not completely, you know, I'm not disliking it. But Can I mention something we'll about the, the spoiler about the story? Sure, and- sure. Spoilers for Trek to Yomi until 2858. Um, so where I'm at right now, and I, I was here when I was talking about it last time, but I forgot to mention it. Um, your character appears to die um in a you know in a narrative battle mm-hmm. and from there you know i'm i'm interpreting this because i haven't beat the game but you appear to die in combat and you appear to be in some sort of um limbo afterlife of some sort and the enemies switch to like monsters and like zombies um which uh-huh. Which, yeah, it might be a reason to keep playing. I thought that was cool, but the combat doesn't really change. And it was not, you know, when that happened, I was like, oh, okay, all right. I could get behind this. And then I played like, you know, one level of that. And I was like, okay, nothing's actually changed other than the aesthetics of of the the enemies. Um, But, you know, hence hence why the game is called Trek to Yomi. Right. Yomi, I guess. I didn't realize Yomi is... Some sort afterlife of afterlife kind of deal. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. All so, right. you know, on one hand, that's cool. On the other hand, it didn't change anything for me. So, <laughs> but the like the aesthetic of the environments, do they change because you're in Yomi or whatever? Yeah, I mean they they get they're they're dark and they're right. spookier looking, but not really. Uh-huh. They're they're kind of just like a a slightly spookier jungle area. Um, okay. The enemies they're like little goblins and little goblin army and zombie samurai. Well, they're not even we'll zombies see. really. They're just they're just sam they're regular samurai. But I suppose narratively dead they're, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe we'll see. Yeah. I want to give it a fair shake. I want to finish it, but it's mm-hmm. it's hard. There's, uh, there's I've been, you know, I've been hearing pretty much what you were saying last time, what we're saying here from the majority of people online. Like the the mm. sentiment seems to pervade. I, I never got to look up reviews. I wasn't even sure. And I usually look up reviews before going into a game, and I was like, nah, this this looks solid. I'm just gonna play it. Mm-hmm. I I kind of wish I did look. <laughs> I did look at reviews. <laughs> it might have just yeah. It would save me a couple right. hours. Do you have any other questions about my truck to Yomi? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Well, then, I've seen two movies in theaters recently, actually. Um, I saw The Northman. The Northman. The Viking movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe John saw it as well, yeah. and he gave it a, an 8 out of 10. Yeah, he seemed he to like it. it. Yeah. Um, I don't... You know, obviously we'll get his take when we can, but I don't I don't think I liked it quite as much as that. But it's also not like I particularly thought it failed in any way, you know? It just felt like maybe uh like a half hearted experience to me. Um you know, I because I'd be the first in line for like a by the numbers Viking revenge flick or an a def like a unique uh historical, you know, character study or something like that. It wasn't quite either of those things. It wasn't quite cool enough. wasn't quite quick enough. But it also wasn't totally art house and, or like delightfully weird, like a like you know the lighthouse or something like that. It's it's. I feel like the movie couldn't really decide what it wanted to be, which is you know, perhaps the result of of this being uh, Eggers's biggest budget project so far. You know, with like uh. test screenings and studio oversight and stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised if that had some effect on the final product. But anyway, it it certainly has its moments. Um, it doesn't really let itself down like what it's trying to be. But I what I was personally rather bored after coming out of it. I felt I felt like oh, I was kind of bored with that. I don't know. There's not not something I should be saying about this type of film, right? And then I also saw uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi. I was very excited about this movie. Yeah, it has. Don't say bad things. It it feels like it should, you know, be something, right? Doesn't it feel that way? It feels like it was like. I don't know. It just seems like. I mean, I I actually just recently watched. uh, What the fuck? I just uh, what you're muted the whole time. Yeah, I didn't realize I was muted. I don't know why I was muted. I didn't Oof. hit a button. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, a- um, I get all my opinion from internet commenters like myself. So, uh, <laughs> Flask, I'm sure you've seen the Red Lighter Media, and I have to ask: Are you a Mike Stakowska in this opinion? In this opinion? 
I think I think I'm closer to him, but I I didn't like it more than both of them. Oh I, wow, okay. I I liked it less than they did. I think. Wow, okay. Yeah. Damn, um, that's a bummer. I know, right? <laughs> I was I don't look forward to things, but I was like expecting a certain something. Um, I, I, Doctor I'm Strange little- is not like one of my favorites. But after watching the most recent uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, I kind of got me hyped up just seeing his his powers and his abilities to, I don't know, just fucking warp things and the mirror dimension. Uh, Yeah, you were kind of thinking maybe they'd have more fun with him and his capabilities this time around and go places for sure. Sky's the limit. Um, Which, you know, I'm a little unsure how to talk about this one because, like, I left the theater with a very strange feel. Strange. Uh, a very strange feeling that was that was not the the pleasure of having seen another like rollicking good marvel film but neither was it the the the, the depressive boredom of some of the most like mediocre entries in in the marvel catalog um it was mostly a marvel product i'll say that much it had some raimi sprinkled in here and there and those raimi moments are the scenes i liked or that stood out to me most. Um, there's definitely moments where you're like, ooh, I can feel his presence. And those were the ones I liked. Right. Uh, the writing itself did not really go over well. Um, yeah, I... Either uh, in, sorry, just to interject on that specific yeah. point, the Raimi point. Um, I, I heard about one specific sequence of the movie that people were saying was like pure Raimi. That sounded like a lot of fun. I won't spoil it, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think you know what sequence I'm alluding to. There are like three I can, th- I know oh, probably really? what okay. one people are talking okay. about, but there are like three at least okay, that I can cool. think of off the top of my head. Hey, They're like, something. oh, this is Raimi. This feels Raimi. I, I like Raimi. <laughs> v- yeah. Vito, I know you don't know, but that's Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. I'm right, Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm a big Raimi fan. I, I like Sam Raimi, Evil, Evil Dead, Dead movies. I like Drag Me to Hell. That's all right. I knew, I knew you weren't aware, but that's okay. We can Dark on. Man. <laughs> hey, hey, Andy, thanks. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the writing, uh, wasn't, wasn't great either in like the plotting construction or in the plot points themselves and like the dialogue and stuff. Cause there were a lot of times that I felt like things didn't make sense or were like not unintelligent is the wrong word, but like unthoughtful turns of events where it was like an obvious thing or just wasn't clever in any way or didn't make sense in like a like just a dumb way i don't know um and the movie was also not quite the adventure that i expected it to be based on its title and marketing you kind of expect it to be a certain type of movie and i was kind of underwhelmed by the multiverse aspect um i mean not that i was expecting like you know some budget bloated monster in scope but i think if you were clever you could put together something more exciting and varied with these same pieces than, than what we got here. But it, I mean, it wasn't a disaster by any means. There were definitely parts I liked, but I don't know, mostly disappointing coming out of it for me. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that's uh, the tenor I got from the red letter media review, which uh, mm-hmm. uh, my, I think I'm, I'm calling those guys into question because like my opinion is entirely powered by theirs because I haven't seen any other coverage on it. But 
I think they had a good through line too, where they Mike talked about how much he liked the the two Spider Man movies that kind of predated this movie to kind of like you know set the bed for why the disappointment feels real. That, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you want a certain type of movie, and it's uh, I don't know, it's bogged down or mired in some kind of something that just feels lackluster at every turn. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. What else you got going on, Flask? Um, I think that's it for me. Actually, that's that's it for me. Great. Okay. Cool. We still got plenty of time, so you can move right along, Greg. Hey, you've been here. It's great. You've been a little bit quite quiet during the last little bit, but that's okay because it's now it's, the spotlight is all on you. What are you spotlights doing on me? The last several days. Well, I've still been playing Star Wars: The Jedi, The Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. How's that going? Uh, it was cool. Uh, the last thing I did was I met Forrest Whitaker, and me and him saved a bunch of Wookies. Forgot he was, and they. Yeah, I had no idea. He just, uh, I was controlling an ad at, and uh, all of a sudden, Forrest Whitaker just pops up on the screen, and I'm like, all right. I didn't now, even know this good game, man. dude. Now, help, help me for the forgetful Star Wars fans like me, because I famously get these confused. But what is an ad at versus an ATSC? Ad at is the, f- uh, the uh, four legged thing that, like, they spin the wire around and trip it up. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta fly the wire around on Hoth. Yeah, yeah. or you just yeah. climb up it when it's like emerging out of the water, and right, you just okay. kill the man on top. <laughs> and then the ATSTs are the are the walkers, the two legged. Uh, yes, okay. there are some of them. I've seen some of them. I've I've smashed them up. I didn't know a dude would pop out of one, and I got the dude to kill me by mistake. Uh, like the first one I fought, uh, he almost killed me. And the dude jumps out with a gun and shoots me once and kills me because I thought I beat him. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a, that's imperial efficiency for you. Dude, he got me. He tricked me. Oh, uh, but it's all right. I like it. It's uh, it's fun so far. I'm not having any uh, complaints or uh, issues with it. A little bit higher quality than Jedi Academy Co-op, I would imagine. Yeah, you guys are playing that. You, know, you guys, were, and I was in uh, the present, uh, not Neanderthal times. I was uh, <laughs> slashing up boys. It was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really all I got for that. Um, Shit, dude. I really don't got much to talk about. Oh, uh, so today, uh, Call of Duty had... Uh, their new event come out for Warzone. It's uh, the oh, Operation yeah. Monarch. And uh, what happens is on the Warzone map, Godzilla and King Kong have attacked. And oh. you can, uh, and they're actually on the map. And they like, Godzilla's in the water most of the time. I haven't seen him come on land yet. And he just blasts the map with his atomic breath all over the place. You can shoot at him. King Kong's on the map. He's jumping all over, he's throwing rocks at people. You can get a, a kill streak that you can uh, control one of them, and you can uh, like basically target where they do their special move. And they're just you get like a behind the head view of Godzilla as you're no, you, his atomic no, you, you literally just you're you have like a little uh, like computer thing. You pick where you want to put it, and that's it. And then you watch. Oh, okay. Then you get to watch him do that. it. Gotcha. Uh, it's it's a lot of. I mean, it's all right. It. <laughs> I I haven't been that into Call of Duty in the last uh, few months. 
but it is it was cool seeing Godzilla. I'll give it that. Me and Kurt were uh we got in a plane and we were just circling it, uh shooting Godzilla. <laughs> and then another team just crashed right into us and exploded us. Well, Godzilla but, is a protector of humanity, so humanity protects Godzilla. I don't know, man. They were kind of they were both kind of <laughs> killing humanity pretty bad. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Have you ever made a game where you're like a person on the ground during a, a giant monster attack? Uh, there is a game like that. Uh, it's Japanese. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, but you basically are in the city when Ultraman is fighting a monster. <laughs> and huh. uh, you like you're like right near him when uh, like he gets like knocked over and like smashed through a building. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because I would have to imagine that that would be pretty pretty cool to like, be a cool scale of game. it. And that's the, what the, like going a game in the future should be is like you have like a big multiplayer game, and then there's just two dudes who are just giant monsters fighting in the streets, <laughs> and everyone else is like a tiny little person just trying to escape. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's really I oh wait no 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 I got something uh one piece one piece John's not here I gotta give John my one piece update I am on <laughs> I am on episode two oh five I am officially oh, I Oof. I officially got past the boys I was I, terrified you were gonna say I was I would have bet somewhere in the four hundreds I was like uh, how much one I piece have, has this man consumed in the I, last week or two now to be fair to be fair to be fair I have I have not. I watched maybe an episode a day, and that's at work now. Uh, I used to literally, and you guys know, I was watching that like multiple episodes a, a day in a row, just like a goblin in the corner when we were on vacation. One yeah. Piece is really good, and I really like it, and I can't stop watching it. But I had to pull myself away, and now I'm just watching like an episode or two a day. So, what and, arc is that you're on now? Uh, I am not in an arc. I just got out of Skypea, um, oh, okay. and I'm in the uh, I'm in like a filler episode arc called uh, the G8 uh, Island. Uh, I think I after that is Water Seven, though. But that's okay. in like two episodes. Uh, is when Water Seven starts. So I don't know why John's be... John is boiling right now with rage. I don't yeah, know what form, form this takes a place in, but I just had a vision of like a a bit you might say of like. A, pre- a, a screenshot of images like a Where's Waldo book of like us during gamercation and, and like moments where people are like looking at their screens <laughs> and it's like which one is watching One Piece? Or like what if yeah. we went back yeah. through all the photos from the vacation and we've realized fucking in every photo Greg's looking at his phone. I will say like, uh, <laughs> there is, there is, I believe photo. there is one uh, photo of like us in the fire and I'm staring at my phone I am watching One Piece at the fire. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, but you were like rewatch all that anyway, piece. right? You told us that at some point. Oh uh, yeah, I had to re- I rewatched that uh when I got home. I had to rewatch like three episodes because I, I was not absorbing any information. So I was like, alright, I guess I'll just rewatch that. But a lot of it I got. I just I love One Piece, man. It's so good. I'm waiting for another character to show up soon, like when they get a new crew member. But mm-hmm. God knows when that's gonna happen. Hey, they're not they're not allowed to get a new crew member until two piece, and you know that. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Boom. Oh, that's it, man. That's all that's I got. That's it, man. All right, I did cool. buy... Uh, I do have one game I'm going to talk about. Uh, I bought uh, the Euden Chronicle Rising. 
Okay. That's it's on the Game Pass. Uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. It's an it's a RPG. Uh, it's for the hundred. He- it's the prequel to Hundred Heroes, a game I kickstarted. I'm pretty proud. I kickstarted that game. The game looks fucking sick. Look at this cringe lord wanting to own digital content that he likes rather than just temporarily releasing it uh, off the subscription surface. Well, hey, think about it. I uh, I looked at. I went to the store page. I bought it. I downloaded it. If I was on Game Pass, I'd have to sign in the Game Pass, download it. Watch it air out about five or six times. I'd have to re-download <laughs> it. I'd have to cancel the download halfway through to re-download it. And then I'd be good. And then it would crash immediately. So, really, who am I here? God, he's right. Oh, no, you guys, you're kidding. There's, they're going to release a patch in three weeks. It's going to fix all the bugs. Don't worry. Game Pass is great. That's you, Andy. Fuck Game, Game Pass. Pass is great. I'm going to say it right here. Fuck Game Pass, dude. Sorry. I like I Game Pass, but I like Game Pass. I think it's a great deal. I'll be Cut honest. But dude, yeah, <laughs> but, dude, Game Pass, it, their fucking UI sucks, and I hate it, and it pisses me off every time I use it, dude. Yeah. I would, I will, I'm, I'm, I am way more willing to spend money to, uh, inconvenience, or to convenience myself. Not I'm going to say a but, but it's not really disagreeing with you, because everything you said is true. I will say that um, my Game Pass experience has has improved this year. I'll give them that credit. I, well, I very much enjoy right, the, I very much enjoy that not quite every, I think, but almost every game I've installed this year uh, supports their new feature where the games are installed like normal games and not in cryptic-ass files in a folder called Xbox Games so I can just see it. And it's not like in Windows apps. Hidden. Windows app, Xbox, EA eight three nine seven one two. Right, oh, it's in that file. Yeah, great. Those kind, those kinds of like basic and standard. I underline those because it's acceptable or it's unacceptable. It's taken this long. Those kind of basic and standard features, I am enjoying. I hope they uh, do what Gabe Newell said in an interview, and they just uh, bring Game Pass Steam, so I could just connect it through that. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen. They spent too much money on that shit. I think yeah. I I hope it does because like, well wait hold on we're, 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 we're all we're all small brains here but oh, so I, go ahead Greg I'm gonna go on a tangent so you should finish oh well, I was just gonna say well it doesn't matter that you know I'm saying like they have it connected like Game Pass through Steam where yeah I realized you, after after ah, Xbox, ah. I get what you're saying like um who just did that recently yeah yeah did it EA EA EA, EA has that. connection yeah, yeah. to Game Pass and connection to Steam. Um, I hope they do because I, I, I really think that uh, the, the answer is, is that the whole storefront launcher wars was the wrong way to look at the problem in the first place. You know what I mean? And, but yeah, we're all, dude. we're all small brains who aren't seeing the money they're making. So I don't know if like it really is making sense, but I, I kind of doubt it. Game pass uh, works because of its subscription service, not because of its launcher, you know? I don't know how much stuff like exclusivity is actually helping Epic's bottom line. Stuff yeah, like I that. Wonder. Yeah. When when you have a when you purchase EA Play through Steam, you still have to open it up. It just launches the EA Play um, yeah. app, right? Like it's not I would yeah. know, dude. Sorry, I can't tell I, you. I think I think so, but 
And Game Pass's AEA integration used to be terrible, but it's been fine for me recently. But I think you've had a different experience, Rito. But at least with Game Pass, it, it does do that where it points me to EA Play. But when I click download on Game Pass, it does immediately ask me on EA Play where I want to download it and then just starts the download. Hmm. I've, I've downloaded a couple EA Play games so far um, that way, and it's been pretty seamless. It's not the experience I had last year when they rolled it out. But, like I said, small improvements. Hey, just keep doing those small improvements, and one day maybe I won't get angry about trying to uh, update a video game that I bought. And then just uninstall it and buy it on uh, Steam, because I'm too angry to update it. Is that all you got, Greg? Yeah, that's it. This week's podcast sponsored by Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass for PC. Before I go, I'm going to corner you real quick. Yeah. Hey Vito, while while we're under the podcast and you are obligated to respond, oh no, what are you doing after this podcast? I was probably gonna play Hades. I'm just saying, I got ninety minutes of your time, and I can catch you all the way up on Barry. <laughs> what if we watch? <laughs> if we just go through and watch the three episodes of Barry? Hey, you know what? That that works. That's a good idea, Vito. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what was your idea you're just gonna you're no, just gonna no, no. tell me about no, it it was kind of similar but yours is definitely better Let's do that. you're so smart i can't watch no i can't watch that without my girlfriend we're invested God damn it you always you say know. that and then you never watch Sorry. it no we're no we've been talking about it we're, we're gonna no, watch it. it only, it only came that. out like that's what you say okay a couple weeks yeah, ago it only came out a couple weeks ago but Vito, let me ask you a, a hard-hitting question um what were your thoughts on Star Trek Next Generation's All Good Things? I knew you were going to ask about Star Trek. I started watching it again recently. Oh, really? All Good Things is only 90 minutes. I mean, I could watch Star Trek. Star Trek's free game now. Barry's yo, not. Yo, yo. I was given the okay for Star Trek. All right, fine. I, I swear to God, you tell that woman she is watching Barry. You tell her that I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Um, let's not go to. Don't go to break. What? You got to throw me in before the break. I got. I got nothing. You got to throw me okay. in. All right. If you got literally nothing, I was going to tell listeners that you needed a good fifteen to think of something to talk about. But uh, <laughs> no. if you want, no, if I, you want to go now, we we, we can uh, we can do the embarrassment now, and then you can. Yeah, just go do the embarrassment. Go get a drink or something over break. How about that? It'll calm you down. So what, what yeah. do you got, Vito? <laughs> Nothing. We did a pod on Friday. And Saturday, I flew out to Vegas to visit some family. And then I came back late last night. So I have literally nothing unless you want to hear about the movies no, I watched gonna, on the plane. No. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna string this along into a roundtable. Make some magic out of this. You watched Spider-Man, right? I saw Spider-Man Far We already from watched home. Spider-Man. Was that no, your first time seeing Far From Home? About. It was my first time seeing it not no in way 480p home. No way with, with shadow people walking across oh, the screen. Oh my with, god. Uh, <laughs> uh, slot, was it Slotlights or whatever? Slotlights.com, baby. Slotlights.com ads. This, this is going to be um, the second... This is going to be the second name drop oh, I God. do. I peaked there, Flask. I'm sorry. And you but... know what? I'm really glad. Can I, should I continue or are we, are we leaving me? 
Let's no, 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 no. I, I want to hear about it, but I'm just going to tell you one one little thing. I heard somebody describe it as um, it's like one really long Super Bowl commercial. And like there's like a scene where like the Spider-Mans were interacting with each other. And I was like, oh, I could totally see it. Yeah, oh, yeah, with yeah. the you know what's funny? That scene did stick out to me as like uh man, how did this make the cut like uh <laughs> to this movie? I enjoyed the whole movie, man. I'm so glad I didn't watch it in 480p. I love that movie. I like Spider-Man. It was a fun movie. It's I, I liked movie. it a lot. He's my favorite yeah, superhero. Sure. I thought that was a bold thing to do to, you know, mix the universes together. And it finally, you know, it, it's just a little bit of a uh what's the word just wrap things up nicely we've had all these different spider-man universes yeah. over the years and now we i could i could continue you know i have uh my yeah i mean the nerd in me just just says like it was definitely not enough time like i wish that we had more time to kind of like live in the shared universe that existed there for a moment in that movie you know mm-hmm. like a series or something but uh which is why i think that some things end up feeling like a little blunt, maybe, or like not quite as developed as you want. But but ultimately, I agree. It was a very fun movie. Like very good movie. fun movie. Spider Man continues of, to be like the only franchise in the MCU that I care about. Not that like there aren't other good movies I've seen, but it's like the only one that I'm like, oh yeah, I what's gonna happen next? Yeah, I'm definitely want to see the next Spider Man movie. Yeah, and is Tom Holland still? He's around for the next Spider Man movie. Is it, he didn't say anything. Like he's not gonna do Spider Man anymore, did he? I mean, I think he's still. I going. feel like he is, but okay. I, I, I could be wrong. I haven't heard otherwise. Uh, like no, I, I know. Was. You know, actors like to. It's not easy doing Marvel movies, and you don't get a lot of. Yeah, but isn't Tom creative. Holland like actually young, like twenties or something? Mid twenties, yeah. Like yeah, I mean now now's the time to like break in that mega blockbuster cash. He can do he can do <laughs> art films when he's forty. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, true. I guess sometimes you get you get stuck in a role, you get typecast. You know, I mean, like R- R- RDJ is who that. you're thinking about, but RDJ, you got to remember, was like had a shattered career, and then it was like on the up and up when he got swung up in the MCU madness. So he was probably just happy to get back to the top and then leave there into into his career there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, Tom Holland is great. Um, he is so great playing and you gotta understand why i love these movies i mean i think they're fun but you know i'm a kid from queens oh and god here we go oh god they do it you they just break the there they do it so well man i mean all the little <laughs> cuts you know you see a little bit of sunny side you know like all the little little queens references to- uh-huh. all right enough andy <laughs> sorry just so Come much up. trash Tom Holland does a great job at playing a, a kid from Queens, man. Even the accent, the dude's from fucking, what is he, from England or whatever? Yeah, they, they really made it look like a place that people are living and not just like some um, <laughs> Fuck you, some dude. like trash heap that uh, the rats Mutant have taken wastelands. over and, 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 and sometimes people are allowed to, to do things like podcasts with permission from the rat over. The ruins of a civilization. Yeah. Right, right. So Mad I didn't, Maxian I didn't, um, type of place. <clears throat> I didn't have this spoiled for me. So it's the first time seeing it that uh, the little Tom Hardy Venom uh, cameo at the end. Yeah, but that was like nothing, right? I mean, so that was literally that? like. What does that he, mean? He, does that mean something? So, 
I'm pretty sure, Flash, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to say it my way because I think it's funnier and then you can edit it out later. But okay. um, I'm pretty sure that Venom appeared in that universe in a post credit scene in the last Venom movie. And then in the post credit scene of this movie, he leaves the universe. Yes, he, that's that's what happens in the spider. It's literally, it's literally just one post credit scene setting up another post credit scene that doesn't mean anything. Well, like, isn't funny. it supposed to mean like he? Uh, there's more to it than end, that, though. Yeah, he uh, he gets like sucked back in, but he leaves a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, of symbiote, I mean, it, it does mean but, that we're gonna get Carnage in the next movie, right? That, that's well, the means we'll, like we'll, we'll get we'll get Venom probably because it was the Venom symbiote that gets left behind in the uh, on the yeah. bar top. Inspired. So I guess we'll get we'll get a Venom, but we won't get Tom Hardy. Right. That's, that's I what think that's the implication. implying. Okay. Are we going to get Tom Holland maybe doing two roles? Could he play? Does that even make sense? What do you mean? I think it's going to be the dude that plays Flash. He's going to get uh, the Venom. Ezra oh, Miller? Please, no. Is that, that's no. what it is, right? <laughs> no, he's talking about Flash Thompson. The uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what what he because he gets venom in uh one of the comics right uh yeah he eventually becomes like agent venom and he's actually like a good guy when he has the venom symbiote well yeah maybe that counteract him being a fucking yeah that'd be cool i I don't want to fucking see another fight against venom i'm I'm sick of it we did it already it's been done all right so let's 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 take the spider-man string and i'm gonna cut it what's the next film uh i saw I, okay, I saw Training Day. Yo, um, Training Day. Fucking phenomenal movie. I seen it when movie, I was dude. a kid, but I didn't really remember any of it. Phenomenal fucking movie. Denzel Washington, Ethan Denzel's Hall. the best, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. So fucking good. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Please watch movie. Training Day. Yeah, I, I watched it last year just because it was on some streaming service, and I was like, hey, I haven't seen that movie in a while, and it definitely still hold up. Yeah. It's held up. a long time. I should sure rewatch that. Oh, uh, so HBO good, Max. Dude. I think it's on HBO. Okay. Um, and then lastly, I rewatched Mad Max Fury Road and appreciated it even more. Nice. I also appreciated that one more on a later year rewatch. It's been a couple of years now, but I, I remember God. liking that movie a lot more later on. Such excellent world building and pacing. And, yeah, and such. It's great. Oh yeah. Um, and I came out of that made, movie. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, it made me want to... I've never seen the original Mad Max movies. I would like to go through and watch them if they're, you know, if they're good. I, well... Mel Gibson. <clears throat> I know they're different. They're di- different. Yeah, I, I, I don't but. think that... I really feel like people think the Fury Road's the best film in the franchise. Right, Flask? Like oh, I, the- I mean, older people would maybe disagree, but yeah, I think Fury Road is generally... Would be considered objectively the best one. Uh, however, you know, Mad Max, bleh, Mad Max, the original is very low budget, but, you know, an enjoyable kind of like grindhouse type film. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know if that's the right terminology for it, but like a very low budget kind of just punky, like gritty. Yeah. 1970s kind of edgy, punky. Yeah, I get you. Um, and then Road Warrior, the second one, a little higher budget. Um, and that's probably the best of the three original ones. Uh and that's, you know, that has some classic stuff to it, definitely. It's still an older film, so, you know, you get what you get. And then right. Beyond Thunderdome is generally considered the worst of the three because it's kind and, of And you've actually seen all of these. You're not silly. just talking about nerd yeah. knowledge. Yeah. No, I've seen them. 
Yeah, but that movie that movie blew me away. It was just great, very fun, very fun. The the first time I came out of the theater after seeing that, I probably told this story before, but first time I came out after seeing that, um, I was like speechless because I didn't have anything to like. I didn't have any negative things to say about it for sure. And I didn't I didn't even have any positive things to like harp on because it was just, just so like, it perfect yeah. a film. Yeah. In what it wanted it to set out to accomplish and it did, you know. I yeah, remember it was just watching too perfect it, to even talk about. I think I seen it in the movie theater and thinking it was fun and it was a good movie and then not understanding why it was so popular afterwards. I mean, people were, you know, talking about it being like one of the best movies of the year. There was um, some Mad Max madness. Witness yeah, there was, some, there was there was some madness. Uh, but now Witness I get it. Me. Second second watch. Jesus, so good. Great great world building. <laughs> I kind of felt that whole like second watch made me love it so much more vibe about a similar movie dread and i and we've talked about it before and everybody oh uh, i haven't but, seen it and i know i'm gonna love it oh Carl man Urban. i would watch dread with you if you want it's such I, a good movie you know it's funny i watched the it. original uh judge dread recently uh, <laughs> sylvester stallone it's fucking terrible it's so bad <laughs> yes hey, it's it so look. fucking bad hey, i thought it was look. gonna be good it's not it's a cool universe. Why did you think it was going to be good? I don't, because it spawned Dread, and oh. I just remember, you know, everyone well, referencing Judge Dread, and Dread you know, is well, it's from comics. Dread, really. It's right. a comic yeah, they, are ba- they are based on a comic book property. Right, I understand that, but I guess I thought everyone was referencing the movie. The movie was fucking horrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do need to see Dread. That's um one of my... F- one of my favorite Carl Urban roles because you don't even know it's Carl Urban the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, finally, Vito, before we let everybody to break and end your round table on a graceful note, uh, you're gone for four or five days. What video game were you playing the most in your head? The one that you wish you could be back home playing? Dude, I was the whole time I was like, man, I wish I had a fucking Steam Deck so I could be playing Hades. I know you're going to say that, and I got to ask, even in your head fantasies, did you finally beat the game? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't I have the imagine. brain power. <laughs> didn't have the brain power. Yeah. Yeah. All right, listeners, we managed to cram everybody's round table into the first half. Just look at that. Now, uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and discuss some of the latest happenings in the video game and other media world. Stay tuned. Oh, Greg, you know what you should have mentioned? Why, Ben? You should have mentioned the uh, Call of Duty Godzilla vs. Kong event. He did. What the did? fuck, Vito? Vito, are you... <laughs> Andy, one, one, Andy, I wish you didn't say anything because I was about to be like, Vito, I was about to scream at Vito, dude. <laughs> That was literally had. That was probably the most I talked about. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, Flask, I'm going to start blowing the news horn. News. News. First up on the docket, EA. Yes, you've heard this story for a while. EA has lost their FIFA name license officially and will rename franchise 
to EA Sports FC. After nearly 30 years, uh, EA and FIFA are breaking up over reported $1 billion differences. What does FC stand for? Uh, Free company. Free company? Is that what it stands for? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Football coalition or something like that? Could it be? Editor's note, probably fucking football club. Yeah, sure. Uh, Apparently, EA was being asked to pay a $1 billion price tag to extend the existing exclusivity deal, to which they did not want to do, and eventually negotiations fell through. FIFA, in response, has confirmed it's going to create uh, its own competitor, and it's calling it the only authentic real game. The constant is the FIFA name, and it will remain forever and remain the best. Yeah. Oh shit. Who's gonna, who's <laughs> gonna they're, they're, com- that? they're coming out fucking swinging against EA. Yeah. It's gonna have. Well, it's not really that. Blackjack hard. and hookers. What will the normie sports fans go for more? The game that they've been playing this whole time, just another one, another another number, or the name itself, which they recognize on the shelves, and they go, ooh. I'm sure um, both will sell. That's the question. Well. So it seems like FIFA, at least their their strategy seems to be that they're go, they're going to uh, pedal the name to third party developers instead and uh, create like right. a diversity of games potentially. Which uh, honestly, when you think about it, like it's kind of exciting in a sense. Not that I care about soccer and FIFA itself is kind of like an evil organization, but. Uh, it's a game license that's been monopolized by one publisher for 30 years. And yeah. if their word is true, they're going to like shop it around to third parties. You know, it's always fun to see innovation. You might. I loved Rocket League more than I thought. Maybe we'll see some kind of. Sorry. Maybe we'll see some kind of FIFA inspired game that can speak to me. It's competitive in a sort of incestuous way. Yeah. What the fuck is this next story? Xbox plans to launch a streaming puck mm-hmm. in Samsung app in the next year. Somebody yeah. somebody who is apparently not an absolute idiot, because I am. What is a streaming puck? It's, it's a like streaming puck. Uh, it's going to be like the, yeah, yeah, like a fire stick, but for the Xbox uh, that's store. What, Xbox that, that's what that is called now. Like, that's what the industry <laughs> settled on. A, puck, a puck specifically refers to like a little, you know, yeah, round, or usually puck. round Like a Steam, uh, device. Steam uh, what do you call it? What's the Steam one called? Steampunk. Someone help me, please. No. It's called Steampunk. Not I own game. one. I forget what the hell it's called. The Steam, the thing that lets me play Steam games on my TV. Steam Link? Steam Dream? Oh, Steam an HDMI cable. Thank you, Greg. Steam Link. Yes. <laughs> no, no. This is good news, man. I, honestly, I don't understand. There is a fucking void in, in this area. I mean, being able to play games in your living room on your TV, which is probably going to be higher fidelity and much nicer than your your PC monitor is where it's fucking at. And I can't believe the hoops I've had to jump through in recent to be able to do that. And I still can't even really do that the way I want to do it. So more options like this is sick. I'm all for it. 
Um, but yeah, you don't need the, yeah. the just the puck because they're developing an app with Samsung, much like the Steam Link um, has, where you could you could just download the app and and play. I guess uh, there's a library of games through Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. This is cool, but it do, it, it doesn't uh, it's not a solution for me because I, I do literally just have an HDMI cable to my TV and I yeah. don't have a problem with it. Uh, so big for man, me, that's an HDMI issue cable. because my my living room is too far for an HDMI cable, and I've actually done the HDMI cable. And I have to for very precariously plug in the HDMI cable and then wire it through my kitchen, and it just barely makes it to my TV in the living room, and it's like you know. Any someone fucking trips over that wire, oh, dear God, my fucking tower is falling off my desk, or my TV is fucking falling off my little uh, platform there. You shouldn't have your tower elevated anyway. I shouldn't, right? I should have it below. Yeah, yeah. you should have it raised off the ground, but not at an elevation that's going to harm it if it drops. Oh yeah, oh well, yeah, it's it's safe. My my desk um, has like a little like mesh net. For, specifically for like a computer and that kind of thing, it's perfect for it. Yeah, and actually, dude, I you, just a, fucking, uh, you just fucking flipped your table over like last Jesus month. Christ. Yeah, and, and guess what? Guess what? Nothing happened. It was all Nothing fine. Nothing happened. All right, good. Yeah, literally everything was fine. Oh yeah, streaming puck. Big man with his fine computer and HDMI cable. Uh, Nintendo has officially announced the Nintendo Super Switch U2. Fuck, finally. Switch? <laughs> uh, Switch? I, I, I took an amalgamation of some of my favorite names that I saw when people were joking about the story, uh, which is actually that, that would be Nintendo good. says that the, the transition to its next console is a major concern for us. So, like, the, my, my favorite joke was that people were saying, like, yeah, they're just going to call it the Switch. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Another eye in there. Um, and I think what's a, what, what what's they're alluding concerning? to is that, like, they had everything with the Wii, and they, like, super fumbled the transition and made a joke console called the Wii U. That, like... <laughs> That's not a joke console. No, really. Like, as far as, like... <laughs> here's the sales, dude. They fumbled the marketing. Uh, I know, yeah. The Wii, the Wii sold console. 100... The Wii has sold 100 million. The Wii U sold 13.5 million. There are more Switch uh, consoles than there are Wii U games out in the world. Yeah, no, they, they definitely fumbled the marketing big time with, with the Wii U. Um, I can't believe that, yeah. But but this is a genuine next, next console. Yeah. Well, so all they're saying is that... Um, they're, they they know that they've made mistakes and that they hope not to repeat them. It's kind of just a fluff story, but I want to gotcha. include it just because, uh, you know, there is a legitimate question. Where is the Switch to? We got no dates yeah. or anything. No Switch time No dates, Sorry. nothing like that, I don't think. Okay. This was during a long-term, um, not a long-term, this was during an uh, investor Q&A um, that the company had where they were being kind of asked, I think, questions, maybe specifically about the Wii U, but, you know, they were just, what's coming up next, you know? Okay. There are 3,000 people, more than 3,000 people, who are currently working on Call of Duty. 
Wow. And not a single one of those people uh, know how to optimize that game, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Call of Duty is approaching sentience, and uh, I hope that these people know what they're doing. You know, don't don't want it out of the box. They put Godzilla and King Kong in the game. So I think they know what they're doing. Can I, uh, I want to add an update to that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to add an update to that because I did a little, like a little tiny digging. I didn't get that far into it. But a lot of people don't like that event. They say that event sucks. (laughs) But I don't know. I didn't get to like look a lot. People are like, a lot of people are saying they like Fortnite events better because, uh, I guess those are uh, Fortnite events just kind of happen in the background. You Fortnite, don't have to Fortnite, like, Fortnite. be involved in it. And this one, you're like shooting at like Godzilla or King Kong for just like hours and not, you're not really doing anything to them. They don't fight each other either, which is weird. Huh. Then why, why are so, they both on the island? Sounds like a bunch of anti-kaiju whiners to me. Uh, Jim Cameroon's avant-garde take on Nickelodeon's The Last Airbender has finally dropped a trailer for its next film. I don't. I think you may have. Uh, I, I don't know. If that's entirely accurate. Some, Andy, what are you talking about? Some bro? editorial errors, perhaps. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about uh, the trailer for Avatar: The Way of Water. It's finally um, here. My Avatar sequel. <laughs> I do the fucking love that of this. Many. I was. I'm not the first person to point this out, but I do fucking love how poor the resolution is on this Avatar teaser trailer video. Like, goddamn, <laughs> on the Avatar. Maybe that's just my connection because it looks terrible. All those three people complain about it. Okay, yeah, I guess I can look it. at it 1080p. Yeah, I'm watching it in 1080p. It actually looks. It looks pretty impressive visually. Does it? It looks like Avatar to me in 1080p. <laughs> that just looks good. I don't yeah, know. It just like, like the Avatar, fucking water bro. effects and uh, the fucking blue people. They look good. A lot of, I mean, there are a like lot of blue people. Really solid, uh, crisp animation. I don't give a fuck about this movie. I'm not. I saw a lot of people reminiscing this. that this really was Avatar. I mean, really was like an IMAX 3D experience that you just had to be there. Uh, and I didn't have that experience, so maybe that's why I'm much more like, eh, whatever. I mean, the Did movie you see it, in it, it was certainly. At all? No, I saw it on oh. at my house, but it was a great. It was mo- it, it was, was a good movie. In theaters, it was impressive in theaters. I gotta say, I saw it. I mean, that there's, and I was there's a reason. Like blown away. I mean, I, I just okay. It looked good. I've been it was, to. It, uh, it, it was very impressive visually, but other than that, it was like a fucking boring movie. Uh, that's I've I mean, that's the reason. The Avatar the, the Land in uh, in Disney World. They have like this big okay, ass yeah. ride they uh, strap you into. And you like fly around in like an IMAX version of the ride. It's pretty insane, dude. Yeah, don't they have like a whole Avatar themed area? Yeah, dude. It's uh, okay. I don't know what the place is called. I'm the name. The name uh, Pandora Land. Pandora, yeah. But it's like uh, it's in Animal Kingdom. It's an entire section. It has uh, like two rides there. It has one where you're riding one of those like flying pterodactyl things, and it like. You get in it and it straps you in like you cannot move from this thing and you like you're like flying around. It looks really cool. It's all IMAX and fancy. And the other one, you're just on a riverboat ride and they're all they're doing their uh, crazy blue people magic or whatever. (laughs) 
And maybe the sequel will change my mind, but I just don't understand James Cameron's obsession. <laughs> I don't want he... it to, but I think it'd be really funny if this movie fucking sucks. It would be very funny. I don't think it's going like, to fucking suck, but I just think it's going to be bland. I mean, the first one was like, it was just boring. What's your plan, JC, when that happens? You're making why the sequel at the same time, so right? Why do you believe in this so much? And why do you, why are maybe you he wants to be a blue person? Decades of I mean, life maybe. Maybe he's taken the last decade plus of, you know, criticism of the original film under advisement, and this one's going to knock it out of the park. Dude, that, hey, I'd be down for that, dude. That'd be I'm, cool. I'm kind of shocked and impressed that we're even seeing a trailer. Like, I don't care about the first movie, but, like, I feel like I've been hearing about Avatar 2 my whole life. I, <laughs> think I, I am shocked I'm seeing a trailer, yeah. It's been a long time. 2009. I would love... A deep dive, limited series into the last thirteen years. Like what happened? Like a documentary. Yeah, yeah that would be yeah. good. Just because, like, I'm sure it's a cool story, regardless of how good the movie turns out to be. You know. Mm-hmm. Finally, well, <laughs> guess that's not any more true. Uh, <laughs> in this week's, who's actually watching this shit on their televisions? Star Wars: Asaka has begun production. Excuse me. That's. Ah- Ahsoka? Ahsoka, right? Yeah, Ahsoka. it's Ahsoka. I think it's Fans Ash of Soka. The Mandalorian will be excited to see that Ahsoka has begun production and hopefully... Who's, um... Ahsoka's the, uh... The, the, the Clone Wars animated girl, right? With yes. the, yeah, uh, with the, the weird, the weird, the weird ears? Of Anakin Skywalker. You don't uh, know? T- no, I really don't. <laughs> you don't yes. know about Ahsoka Tano? She's a she's a uh, female. She's, An- she's Anakin's uh, Padawan. You said. Wait, Andy, why are you just why are you just talking like me all of a sudden? Why are you just... <laughs> she's That's a, a Tegruta female. She's a former Jedi Paladin of uh, Anakin, actually. Paladin. Who, <laughs> 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 after the Clone Wars, helped establish a network of various rebel cells against the Galactic Empire. You, you might not have known this flash, the Mandalorian. but she was a discovered in her homeward of Shilly by Jedi Master Plo Koon. He brought her to Plo the Koon? temple on Coruscant to receive Jedi training. I did not specifically know that, no. <laughs> oh, did you know that following the outbreak of the Clone Wars, Grandmaster Yoda assigned the young Tano to be the Padawan learner of what? Anakin Skywalker? Who yeah, nicknamed I her? Did know that. What, what was her nickname? Uh, it was something... Oh no! D- like diminutive or condescending. Uh, it's sure, like Patel. It was like peanut it, or or kid or you know. It it, little... it is along those veins, but let me let me uh, let me give you a hint. With scissors, you would. Uh, oh, snips. Was snips. It like that's snips? right. Yeah. That's right. What else do you want to know about uh, a Shaco Tano, Greg? <laughs> Um, I actually, uh, you talk, you talking about this actually released a bubble, like a little nugget from my brain. <laughs> I want to go back to my round table and I want to say, I have something I want to complain about with Star Wars. Well, hang on real quick. I don't know if you know this about Ashoka Tano, but her uh, voice was one of a multitude of Jedi spirits. Andy, I'll be honest. I don't know who the, the final fuck battle of the this first is and I don't four. care who the that fuck is this is. Ashoka inspired Ray to stand up to a resurrected Darth Sidious and destroy him once and for all. Let me ask you a question. Brada. So, uh, uh, what happened to what happened to Ahsoka? Did she get murdered by uh by Darth 
Darth Potato or no, whatever No, she's the fuck? like still alive in continuity at the last point we've seen her, basically. She like she uh, the last we've seen of her, she is an adult Jedi out in the world. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, good for her, I guess. Yeah, but you're not going <laughs> to learn about that time period here. I'm sure this is going to be I don't think I'm fucking... going to learn about any time period or Hey, guess what? This is between episode three and four again. I'm gonna just going to guess. I don't know. What are you going to say? It, might, Sorry, be, you want... oh, it might be a sequel to her appearance in The Mandalorian or like what she's been up to or something. <laughs> so it might I'm not sure be that's going to be it. For once. Yeah. Anyway, great. Uh, everyone here has played Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, has played, Jedi yeah, Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen yeah. Order, right? Yeah. yeah. Spoilers for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order until one twenty one fifty. All right, so uh, I actually remembered. Uh, I got to second sister last night. Uh, I fought her, uh, and she turns out to be that one chick's uh, like Padawan. Right. That the the second fight with uh, with her. Yeah. Yeah. The second fight with a fight with her. Yeah. Um. So a big thing she says is that she got betrayed by uh, Seer or whatever her name is. But uh, then why is she with the the Empire? She got betrayed. She's like, I don't get that. She's like, I got betrayed. So what did I do? I betrayed everyone else. Cause fuck that. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you know what I mean? Does that make sense, to you guys? I don't yeah, remember. I mean, uh, <laughs> she just—I I vaguely remember. Yeah, she got betrayed, and then she became bad. And then it became what, what evil, yeah. And you're like, well, I all right, she was just you like, didn't well, want to get... I'm going to betray everyone else first before they betray me. Some sort right. of attitude like that. Yeah, whatever. All right. I'm just saying, I... Listen. Whatever. I, I hate video games. I'm realizing now. I don't care anymore. Video games okay. suck. Hey, I just, well, want to talk about, I just want to talk about Star Trek or Star Wars or whatever the fuck you oh, guys were just really? talking about. Oh, really? Great. I had some more Star Wars subjects. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, more to say about Ahsoka, have you? Uh, no, well, actually, I was curious. Um, Flask, have you seen the book of Boba Fett? And do you mind if I spoil it? I have not seen it, but I also don't mind. I, I have a spoiler <laughs> question that has made me interested not in watching it, but just in learning a little bit more about it. But I think I heard that the book of Boba Fett was not great. And then like their pivot was that it suddenly became a, a Mandalorian season. Basically, yeah, from what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Not not like literally, but but yeah. That's hilarious. I mean That's it is, cute. you know, it is following off of Boba's appearance in The Mandalorian. Uh so it kind of makes sense that they would do that. But it's just yeah, from everything I've heard is just like maybe had some promise at the beginning, but then immediately squandered it. And didn't go in any interesting direction with his character. My face when I'm making the Boba Fett. Wait, um, that's 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 successful director John Favreau. Yes, and he's the one who created that series. Wait, that's happy. Oh. Finally, <laughs> well, my last of the money. Star Wars subjects. Uh, which oh. one of you Star Wars fans is uh, really excited for the limited series uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is starting on May 27th? Or it's all dropping all at once on May 27th? I don't know. That didn't already start. I thought that already started. No, you might be seeing trailers wow. or something, but it doesn't start for a couple of weeks. 
I I kind of resolved. I thought we it might be seeing pre-release kinda... reviews soon. You might have seen something like that. Okay. I thought it had already started, and I had already sort of resolved that I didn't care. I wasn't going to even check it out. I feel like I'm, I, I am want to like, watch it just because I like Ewan McGregor. Like I don't care about Star Wars, but yeah, Ewan McGregor is good. I like him. I just I'm so drained in my uh, Star Wars dealings at this point. I don't know. They keep altering the deal, and I keep praying, but nothing's happening. Why you don't like seeing stuff that you that you know about that you've already seen before? I mean, it does activate my neurons. No, it you, doesn't. You, you I feel I feel empty. Boba Fett, right? Well, you liked him as a kid. You I, you thought he was cool. I didn't give a shit has, about Boba. He has like one scene or two, like two scenes in the original trilogy, yeah. and became I appreciated a really popular his... so, t- toy. And so people like back <laughs> mythologized that he was this epic Badass, figure. Yeah. Because well, he does all the he does pull off a clever thing in the movies. And also, he's like set up as a particularly nasty customer, you know. Yeah. But yeah. He, I just, as a kid, I was even like, I was just appreciating his his place in the tapestry of the film. I didn't think he was especially cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, I recognize stuff. It doesn't. It does nothing for me. I'm, I'm empty inside. Star well, Wars is basically a corpse to me. We'll take it out and shoot it. Okay. Flash you one of the floor the for a moment for a news-related subject. Well, sort of, yeah. In that, I was looking for news when I saw this stuff. Um, I just thought it was funny. I saw basically like a... Well, f- okay, first of all, by the way, Greg. Um, hey. Apparently, the first trailer for Netflix's Resident Evil series will release tomorrow. So, no. this podcast episode is too Wait, early. Which, is this the live-action one or the animated yeah. one? Yeah. Live oh, action. Oh God! Yeah. All right. So I we'll guess. see. <laughs> we'll, look, we'll look at that. We'll, we'll oh, give you our let's thoughts put on it, that uh, next podcast. Put, I was like, let's put our. Uh, what do we think? Uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be trash, dude. It's gonna. Yeah, I have no faith in this. Yeah. But hey, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not gonna yeah, be, maybe, but I hope I am. Maybe they'll actually surprise us, but I doubt it. Anyway, my actual thing that I wanted to say was just like uh, I was looking at what I was just saying. Can I have one more thing? Uh, what are they yeah. covering in this? Is it like a co- uh, your no own idea. thing? All right. Yes, we'll I find no out idea. tomorrow then. Yeah. All right. That's, um, that's it. As I was looking up news stories or trying to look up news stories, I saw a bunch of like a, a string, I would say, of like titles that I was just like, what is what is our world? What like what are we doing as a society that that this? Okay, these are like all remakes and reboots or sequels or whatever. And I was just like, what are we doing? Uh, there, this is the string I saw as I was <laughs> just scrolling. I saw the you know heavy quotes, live action, actually three D animated, Bambi remake. So they're remaking Bambi. In the style of like you know Lion King and Jungle Book and stuff like that, uh, they're doing a Firestarter remake, which is that Stephen King book that uh, was made into a movie in the eighties with uh, with uh, Drew Barrymore. Okay, um, they are making a Dirty Dancing sequel, which I was like, what does that mean? Because 
because that was a movie from the 80s and you're making like we have the top gun sequel coming out oh boy and now we have the dirty dancing sequel yeah cool the top gun sequel have we talked about that on the pod i don't think so no i don't think so that's that's got tom cruise in it it does and and that also does it also have val no he's no no val's val uh yeah he uh can't what is it speak yeah can't speak he's 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 the medical issues problems so, uh, but yeah, what, Tom Cruise is, is a it just, main is character. Is it just, is it just Maverick? It's not Maverick and Iceman. No, it's, I thought it would look like it was two new guys, and then Tom Cruise has a role in the movie. So what it is is I've seen this trailer over and over again in front of other stuff. It's Maverick coming back to the academy to teach a bunch of new, not new recruits, but uh, like new aces, uh, for some reason. And Iceman is just like the guy who recommended him off screen. I mean, it's got a cast. Um, yeah, Miles My- Teller. Um, it has uh, Jennifer Connelly. She's good. John right, Hamm. Yeah, those are the, the those are the top four build actors along along with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of other young, hot people to fill out pilot seats. It doesn't look like Kilmer is in the movie. Oh, really? In the in the trailer, they just showed like a picture of him. <laughs> he, I mean, like on a wall. He, he is credited in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, also, uh, the funny enough, I just noticed this Top Gun two subtitle is literally Maverick, the name of Tom Cruise's character. So he's definitely like yeah. the main ass character. Oh yeah. Uh, a Father of the Bride remake. <laughs> okay, and a White Men Can't Jump remake. Oh come on. These are the um these are just the ones I saw in like a few minutes of scrolling of through stories. <sighs> all all happening soon. And I'm sure if I kept scrolling I would see more, but I stopped at a certain point cuz I had to. The remake re- the recursive remake machine, the feeding machine is going to collapse on itself one of these days. If it has I mean, already. not as long as it keeps making money, I get. We've been complaining about this for like a decade now, or if not longer. It just never ends. When was the last good? What was the most recent, as in, most recently released, like, true good film you guys think you've seen? That wasn't blockbuster schlock. That wasn't a remake of something when it was a unique IP. Oh, <sighs> that's a good question. I'm sure I could think of one if I, like, actually put, put my mind to it. Once Upon but a Time I, I in Hollywood, I, I think, was oh, the most recent, most recent. But even then, you know, that's kind of a block. Well, years ago. It's a good movie, but even then, that was several years ago. But that was just the last movie I'd seen in theaters before the pandemic is why it strikes out. Yeah, And also, you're, good, uh, you're talking about, like, recency in terms of year, year release. Ooh, pig. Well. Yeah, yeah. We, we watch good movies all the time, but, I mean, year yeah. release. Yeah. Pig. pig was good. I like Pig. I didn't see that. So I yeah, uh, I don't know how far back. Palm Springs hit a special yeah. place for me. I really, I really like that movie. Yeah, that was fun. Movie. Very fun. Yeah, you know, has anybody some stuff, but... has anybody seen or talked about in the last couple of pods? Um the ones I wasn't here. I don't know if I even got to catch up on. 
uh, everything, uh, everywhere, all at once. Flash had a good yeah. segment on that, yeah. That that's okay. probably the most recent movie that I really did like. Okay, cool. And that, I, I, and that was kind of like a true original film, like right, like yes. that wasn't like a superhero blockbuster schlock or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I think that would be my answer for the most recent good original film I've seen. Sick. Yeah. Malignant. As far as horror movies, <laughs> straight malignant dog. Straight malignant dog. Uh, have you finished your floor moment, Flask? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I speaking just of remakes, to... yeah. Want to hit you guys with an alt timeline concept? Mike Myers stars in a '90s remake of The Graduate, and Wayne World. Wayne's World is never made. Yeah, I did read this in a '90s remake of The Graduate. I guess this would be a, a late 80s, more accurate. Huh. Yeah, this is Lauren Michaels of SNL. Oh, no, actually, no, it is it. 90s, yeah. Whenever Wayne's World came out, this was instead of Wayne's right, World. Right. Uh, the, way My, the way Meyer says it is that um, in his first year, L- Lauren pitched him the movie, and Meyer said no. And Lauren said, I just offered you a fucking movie. <laughs> and Meyer said, The Graduate doesn't need to be remade. It's a perfect film, and a little man should not stand in a great man's shoes. Uh, and when Meyer said instead he would uh, like, to make a Wayne, like to make Wayne's World the skit as a film, um, Myers, or M- Lorne Michaels said, Really? The catchphrase which Myers explained is Lorne for you fucking idiot. Other <laughs> attempts at Lorne Michaels to ruin this movie included... Um, instead of the key scene where they're rocking out the Bohemian Rhapsody, Lauren Michaels really wanted it to be Guns N' Roses. Okay. Uh, and, and finally, this this article goes on to a fun little s- story where uh, during the premiere of it, during a premiere of it, um, Mike Myers got to sit next to Paul McCartney, who talked to him throughout the film and complimented his writing. Complimented his what? Complimented his writing. Writing, okay. That is wait. <laughs> well, that's Paul funny. That's just leaning over and yeah, yeah, complimenting his jokes. Are you guys seeing the graduate? Yeah. It, it, no. it sounds kind of timid. You didn't like it. I mean, I'm I sure like it has graduate. its place. I'm is sure that it has about its place. Mrs. Robinson. I, I know a lot of people like yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know it has a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know praise and and. I mean, I'm not going to go say it's a great, great one of the greatest yeah. films of all time or anything, but I I enjoyed it. I watched it because I did hear it was like one of the best movies ever, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I probably thought it was like you know fine, like enjoyable. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember feeling much about it at all, honestly. Dustin Hoffman. Some of you Capcom some more fans are video have to games. This. Some of you Capcom fans are gonna have to explain this one to me. All right, Resident well, Evil Reverse shows signs of life on Stadia of all places. What multiplayer game was delayed into a vague window of t- 2022, but a new age ready in Europe implies news might be coming soon. First off, what is Resident Evil Reverse? Reverse is the game that was packed with Resident Evil Village, or that's how it was originally stated. 
It was like a it death was that match. shitty game where, yeah, you were at the death match with all the characters, and they were like, yeah, guys, check guys. this shit out. This is, the, this is what you all wanted, right? Yeah. And everyone was like, that looks awful. That looks like <laughs> hot shit. And they were like, no, you're wrong, kids. They had you're a beta. Wrong. It sucked. Uh, yeah. They proceeded to delay it, and we have heard nothing about it since. Yeah. Until now. Pe- people were saying that maybe they delayed it because... It they, sucked. Well, definitely because it sucked, but but <laughs> also, be, yes, because it sucked and because they didn't want to, I guess, sully the release of Resident Evil Village with this shitty-ass mm-hmm. multiplayer component that nobody asked for. Um, but yeah, I guess now um, our 18 rating from Peggy uh, for the Stadia version just came out, so maybe it's coming out soon. and. Who's asked? Who asked for this? But I was actually surprised because I was I was looking into this and I was looking on um, message boards and uh, YouTube comments, and I was actually like surprised by the amount of people who were very excited by it and were pleased by the the whatever was the beta or the demo that had God shaking my head. <laughs> Ab- and you, absolute, you played it, Greg? The absolute Have you played no. it, Greg? Have you even played absolutely it? Absolutely fucking not, dude. Listen, I know Kurt played I have, it. I watched Kurt I play have, it. listen, all right, my standards are fucking low, dude, but they're not that low. I want Outbreak. Stop making Capcom. You know what people want. You keep seeing it. And you see the writing on the walls, and what do you do? You make shit like that. You make shit like Reverse. What was that what other was the game one before they made? That? Yeah, what was uh, the previous uh, one? Or seven. Ah, shit, I I don't remember the name of it, but that was no. It came it came out with Resident Evil like two or three, I think. That was yeah, you're right. That was kind of interesting, but they that sucked in the long run because they're like, yeah, we're done with that. Whatever. Just make Outbreak, dude, and you'll be billionaires yes, again. You'll be on top of the world. Stop. Hey, they they uploaded all those up. high res. Uh, images from Outbreak. A little you know bit what's ago. funny? I actually, as I was saying it, I remember that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Sh- 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 surely is they're coming, working everybody. on it. Sh- surely Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil Resistance was the name of that that game. I yeah, Resistance. Thank R. you. That had like an interesting idea where it was like, "Oh, you pick your uh, you pick your evil hero, and you get to uh, place like asymmetric. things all over the world." Yeah, it was like a zombie like dead by daylight, a zombie or master a little bit, but it wasn't that great. Right, yeah, it's a better, better comparison. Yeah, I, I was very surprised by seeing a lot of comments for people excited about this and saying that like they had a lot of fun with. It. And I didn't play it. I know Kurt played it. Maybe and it I just maybe terrible. I gotta play the beta, dude. Maybe it's a fucking blast. But that I, did I not, you know what? that that trailer did not look good. I doubt it. I just I just don't understand why it seems very obvious what players want f- from a multiplayer component to a Resident Evil game and. Capcom just literally like closing the ears and going, la 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 la. You know, I don't want to take <laughs> away from nuts, the people who right, do want to play this game, but I mean, come on. No, I, I feel like takes away from them. I feel like it's it's maybe gotten a little boost in positivity from the fact that it didn't release yet. Like if it had just come out and been shit and and you know, people forgot about it in a few weeks, that would have been the end of it. But because it had a little like Got, they you got know teased. the the beta sprinkling tease, yeah, and then it hasn't come out yet. People are like, "Oh, well, maybe they've improved on the stuff." And then, you know, then there was some something to it, you know, something a little bit to it when we got to play it. So, yeah, you like, know, maybe that's actually there have, contributed. There have been other modes in Resident Evil that 
get like a lot of praise, you know, like mercenaries. Mercenaries. Which, you know, I know Village and- Village had like a mercenaries kind of mode, but like a multiplayer mercenaries people would would really get behind. Or just a fucking some sort of outbreak analog, you know? Uh, give us an outbreak, outbreak game or something. Just, you know, stop working on these, stop putting resources on these little shit multiplayer editions. I mean, well, I get it. I I get it. Like you want to like spread out the feelers, test new ideas out, but get get come on, at least give the give the people what they want, man. They know what we want. They just they know what we want. I want outbreak. That's really all I want. I just want outbreak and Dino Crisis. But I I don't. I just want outbreak. (laughs) Give us outbreak exclusively for Stadia. Give me outbreak, but with Dino Crisis. Everything's Dino Crisis. That'd be crazy, dude. (laughs) Gamers, listeners, on our way out, I just want y'all to remember when you see Dragon's Dogma Two on the horizon. Stop. And the other horsemen next to it. Resident Evil <laughs> outbreak. The end just is nigh. The, nu- the nukes just, be this, oh just, my God. just go I home. Hope. Turn off your consoles, your PCs, and hug your family and, and yeah. spend spend the evening with them. For when the sun sets that night, it will Last not sunset, yeah, rise again. Let me just say this right here, right now, everybody. In the summer, next month, there's going to be like an Xbox fucking Bonanza showcase and the Summer Game Fest hosted by the Jeff Keighley. Keighley. Outbreak and Dragon's Dogma 2 are going to be at one of those, each one or both of those <laughs> events. I'm saying it here. I'm confirming it. If not, I'll stop showing up on this podcast. And that's it. Whoa. That's just that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Greg. That's just that. Hey, and speaking of that's just that, well, I think that was just that. That was our podcast. Oh, can I say one more thing? Oh, God. Mm. I had the perfect fucking ending. He just said. <laughs> always, always somebody he is like, just oh, fucking no. said. Andy, Andy, that was, that was a clever, nice little segue you got. Uh, but you know, I got something I Can I just say one more thing real quick? Can I just say one more? That was great. That was so good. It was perfect. It was so yeah, poetic. It was, it was yeah, can I say one I more know, thing real I quick? know it was good. I know it was good. <laughs> it would have been great to just end the pod there. Uh, that, but that it sounds like that was that, but that no longer is that. So, Flask, <laughs> what do you got? No, just I, I was looking at the the you know the docket, the agenda, and uh, I just thought about another thing about the the Lauren Michaels Mike Myers story. Um, that then that uh, Wayne's World then started that slew of like SNL movies that they made Coneheads. in like the, the nine. Yeah. All of those movies that they made out of their skits came from Wayne's world's success. So it's, it's like super hilarious. It's even more hilarious that oh, I know, because like, well, didn't want he must it. be so bitter about that. Cause he could like probably remember being right about why this was a <laughs> dumb idea. And then he was proven wrong. And then he was like, well, I, I mean, I just got to learn from that. And then yeah, he was just like, no, in. I was right all along. Damn it. <laughs> Doubled down and then made all those movies. And of course, you know, most of them weren't very good. But yeah. it was all because he was like, oh, Wayne's World did succeed against my instincts. Yeah. And honestly, he, he probably he's probably right that like a 1990s version of uh, The Graduate with Mike Myers probably would have done well. It might have done okay, actually, yeah. Well, it might have done well, at least, you know. Might have been a little, like, sillier, you know. Yeah, I bet it would. I mean, Mike Myers, yeah. Yeah. 
anyway. Right, anyway, yeah, this podcast is over. Thanks, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, I just want to say, maybe you need to work on your endings a little bit because that didn't feel very. Uh, yeah, it was kind of abrupt, wasn't it? It was kind of yeah, kind of final, wasn't it? It didn't feel very rhythmic. It didn't feel very rhythmic. Didn't pacing. flow. Well, like every week, we thank everybody for listening to us and joining. Or listening us, listening to us, and lasting this far, even through my weird speech aphorisms and flask. Yeah, as the Star Wars man himself, of which was a central topic of today's um, podcast. I'd like you to give me the final word to the listeners, um, but you can only say a Star Wars quote. It has to be a quote from Star Wars. Okay. All right. Whenever you're ready. You can edit out all this filler time because you're the producer. You can you can take as much time as you need. All right, it's been like it's been like an hour flask. I'm stronger now because of the pain. Yeah, all right, that works. That was a quote from the second sister. It sounds like a quote from like Every sci-fi thing that's ever... <laughs> I mean, every... No, sorry. It sounds like a quote from, like, every... Literally everything that has ever had yeah. a character who's, like, gone through a challenge. That is her highlighted page quote on Wikipedia. And by the way, the reason <sighs> that they list for her turning was that she was subjected to dark side torture and just turned into a dark side person. Damn. Whoa, that's a good explanation for why she's dark side. Damn, the pain really did make her stronger. It did. Good night, everybody. I'm sorry. This glue is very strong. <laughs> you still glued to the <laughs> podcast, Vito? <you know? laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't unglue myself. No. <laughs> oh God. I can't believe that glue lasted through that whole six-hour period that Flash it's- was thinking of a quote. He was it's testing it and he was wrong. Glue, dude. Apparently wrong. it really works. Yeah, skin to fucking desk. It works. <laughs> it's like I'm rip my skin off. Well, skin you'll be to, here for the next skin one, to desk I guess. Graphs. What's a good here. solvent we'll know that, that I have? I, 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 can only have, I can only use as a solvent whatever's within reach of my other hand. I All right, A5 Flask, uh, we're, we're running out of money. We, we really, we really got to tidy this one up. Uh, Vito, uh, we're, we're going to see you next week. Uh, you said something about solvents. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll dump a bunch of solvent smell in here. Wait! Yeah, we'll um, solve it. Wait! We'll solve it, yeah. Uh, Flask, hit, hit the lights. We, we can't, you know, electrical bills. Um, okay, okay. Shit ain't cheap. Please!